This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a nationally recognized leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Welcome to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. We have an exciting show today, and I want to get right in. Before we do that, I want to thank our show sponsor, Capital Plus. They help you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. CPI creates customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. So on today's show, we are going to have our monthly market update with Mr. Johnny Dawson of the Dawson Sealy Group. And then we also have a guest, Mr. Gary Monty, who is the founder of and CEO for... Um, the Center for Managing Change. So we'll get, in, get into talking with Gary during the last uh, final two segments of the show. But first, we have Mr. Mr. Johnny Dawson, recurring guest. So thanks for joining us again, Johnny. You're welcome, Ken. It's a pleasure to be back as always. So let me give you, before we get into this, uh, here's how you can reach Johnny. If you have any type of financial advising uh, that you would need done, again, obviously he's a Mr. Biz preferred uh, financial advisor, and there's tons of them out there. But Johnny's the real deal. You can reach him. Uh, he's got a Facebook page. It's the it's the Dawson Sealy Group. Um, you can call their office at 614-823-8660 or just just email the guy, okay? Johnny period Dawson at ampf.com. So I want to make sure I get that in because if you get long-winded, I'm going to run out of time and I won't be able to give you a plug. So I want to make sure we got that in, Johnny. <laughs> That's right. Thank you for that. All right. So uh, give us a market update. What do you got for us? Yeah. So I, as we all know, the, the first quarter kind of wrapped up. So what I want to do is is kind of look at the fundamentals and the finances of the first quarter uh, and how and what we can look forward to coming up ahead. So looking back, the first quarter S&P 500 earnings were on pace to grow almost 25%, which is pretty remarkable. Uh, considering you would consider this a, a dip or a correction that we've been in over the past few months. Also, uh, 78% of the company's B analyst earnings estimates, which is the highest percentage in nearly 10 years. Wow. So that's incredible in itself as well. Yeah. But uh, the bullish sentiment has cooled off, and that's what's really added to the market's recent volatility and movements is that is that bullish sentiment's really cooled the markets. And and the reason being, and what we've got to look forward to ahead of of why we've seen some volatility here recently is global trade tension. So we've definitely seen some headlines uh, that continue to reflect over and then some market volatility. And then also uh, one of the things is the combination of increased government spending but also higher interest rates. Um, that should reflect good for stock prices ahead. So we're, we're wanting to see more, a little more government spending in terms of infrastructure, uh, some of the plan administration uh, budget goals that they've set. So that should fare well for the stock market as well. And then some other factors that may cause the market to move sideways uh, could be uh, bad development for investors in either if if the global trade tensions seem to rise or if if some negotiation with China doesn't occur um, that would help us and also help the global market. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we know, the solid earnings uh, results 
have yet to translate to higher stock prices because it's been relatively flat. We seem to be bouncing around uh, this 23,500 to 25,000 mark uh, when we were at 26,000 just here several months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of looking back on on the first quarter market data that we've got. Uh, an interesting fact that I that I've seen according to BCA research is a historic reason for optimism. So you'll like this, Ken. Yeah, shoot uh, me. The S&P 500 index has risen on average 16.7% during periods where fiscal policy is more stimulative and interest rates are rising, which we would argue that that's getting ready to happen, right? Right, right. Um, I always got to throw in there that history is obviously not a guarantee of future results. These These cycles have historically lasted... 12 months on average or so. So uh, investors will be wise to consider this point at where interest rates are and where inflation is typically wanting to go to. That economic growth will continue to shape the market uh, and influence stock prices to increase. So what I've been telling clients here recently is if you've got money on the sidelines or, or if you haven't reviewed your portfolio in some time, now's a great time to rebalance adjust and and move accordingly to what not only the stimulus package would suggest, but what these first quarter numbers would suggest as well. Um, And that's kind of a a brief overview of the first quarter. Yeah, and that's very interesting, actually, because I was, you know, again, I don't don't obviously monitor as closely as you do, but, you know, here I am thinking that we're headed in for, you know, the, this downswing is coming our way. I mean, we you said we've, we've kind of gone down a bit, and I just keep waiting for it to, not to have a, a substantial drop, but I was thinking that we'd be heading down towards a, toward a trough, which we could still be. But, you know, based on that, I love history. I love stats. And, you know, based mm-hmm. on that, it would certainly suggest that uh, that's not the case. So that's uh, obviously yeah. positive news. Yeah, and I would agree with that as well, and, and so would our analysts that – that the market correction that we're in was reflected all based on good news, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the first quarter results really haven't reflected in, in what the stock market could increase to. Um, I did want to add, so that's kind of a brief brief market update of the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I thought that I knew you and your listeners would find interesting, so I, I recently just did a seminar presentation for some business owners on the new tax law changes, right? Mm-hmm. So. Business owners are having a ton of questions currently um, on on what the new tax law changes mean, what they represent, and, and then how can they benefit from it. So one of the action items that I've been looking at for business owners, especially those that are getting ready to head into retirement, and maybe they've got a sizable 401k plan or traditional IRA, a SEP IRA, a simple IRA. Mm-hmm. Well, the tax brackets are not – that's not a permanent change. So a lot of people don't realize that, but it's, it's only temporary. And it goes through 2025. So the current tax brackets uh, currently go out through 2025, and Congress would need a, an act to change those brackets in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the ideas that I've been using with business owners is if they're retiring, and once they retire, we know that tax brackets are going to be lower out until 2025. So now until then is a great time if you have a lot of traditional pre-tax money to start converting that over into Roth IRA money and make that after tax during this period, which we have 
a lower tax bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of an actionable, actionable item uh, that business owners and even individual investors can review with their CPA or their financial advisor. If they don't have a financial advisor, as you mentioned, they're always free to call us. Yes, and that is, uh, you can call Johnny at 614-823-8660. Or again, they've got a Facebook page, The Dawson Sealy Group. And Sealy is actually S-E-E-L-E-Y. I'm sure if you type it in, you'll find it anyway. But um, definitely appreciate all the insight, Johnny. Uh, very helpful. Um, the market update as well as uh, that tip. I mean, I, I was not aware, actually. Again, shows how closely I follow things. But um, uh, I was not aware that that was temporary and only through 2025, so that's uh, that's great insight. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to help. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. We'll have you uh, we'll have you back on in, uh, for next month's update. And uh, in the meantime, appreciate it, Johnny. Sounds good. Thanks, Ken. All right, thanks. So we're up against a break here. Uh, thanks to Johnny Dawson of the Dawson Sealy Group for the market update and a nice little tax tip there. We're going to come back. We're going to give the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And then we're going to get into things with our guest this week, Gary Monty. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to MrBiz at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. It is time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And this week's tip is learn from complaints from both customers and employees. Treat them as an opportunity to learn and grow. Look at it as a glass two-thirds full instead of a glass half empty. It's an opportunity to make your business better, uh, maybe fix a morale problem, good stuff like that. So that is this week's Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. So now on to our second guest for this week's show, Mr. Gary Monty, who's the CEO and founder of Center for Managing Change. Welcome, Gary. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Ken. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to have Gary on. He's got an interesting business, and we've had no one on that's we've covered anything like this with before. So as you can imagine from the uh, the name of his company, um, Gary's been active in project management and change management literally since 1979. Uh, that might age you a little bit, Gary. <laughs> I was five years old. Okay, good. All right. Started. There we go. There we go. Um, and in 1984, he established this, the Center for Managing Change. Um, Gary's princi- principle-based services address the political, business, and technical aspects of a project, um, a program, project, or process. Sorry. Easy for me to read in my own chicken scratch uh, handwriting here in order to bring out about effective change. So 
And again, I think uh, before anyone says, oh, well, I don't, my company's not big enough, I don't have that, change can come in many, many, many different forms. It's not some cataclysmic, it's not IBM, it's not Apple. It can be things, you could have a product launch, that's a change. You can have a change in your management structure. I mean, there's all sorts of different things that are change that Gary and his folks can help you with at the Center for Managing Change. And so that's why I want to have Gary on to kind of talk us through um, some of his background, how he got here to where he's at and doing this, and then also talk about how he helps businesses. And then, of course, in the third segment, as we always do with our guests, as we we tap into their brain and we're going to get um, some tips from Gary for managing change in a small business. So, uh, But there, during this one, I want to continue on and talk about sort of uh, a little bit of Gary's background and, and more importantly, things he does at the Center for Managing Change. All right. Uh, I want to buttress something you just said. Um, there's a myth that if something is small, it must not be difficult. <laughs> Major stupid. Uh, you can have a highly complex or chaotic situation with just a solopreneur. Mm-hmm. In fact, solopreneurs go through it quite a bit. And, uh, in fact, one of the things that got me into this, because I lean more towards uh, small to mid-sized companies. I've worked with bigger ones, but I, there's more of an immediacy with small. I have a passion about doing this. So I like to work with people that they know their employees, they know who's in college, you know, whose grandmother just died and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And I like that immediacy from the CEO and, and the people that, that are running the organization. But... Um, so what got me into this is I started in project management, and very, very quickly uh, I was m- put in a position basically as if I was a general manager for a $30 million plant where wow. I was over the business plan development, the uh, the engineering, the R&D work, then the engineering, and then the construction. I, I was very lucky wow, yeah. uh, t- to get that experience. And that kind of set me on my path in terms of, oh, I like this change stuff. This This is actually <laughs> kind of fun. Said no one ever, by the way. That's what makes you unique, Gary. Most people they hear change and they go, oh, my yeah, gosh. Right. They run the other way like they're on fire. Uh, it, strangely enough, I heard uh, a, a, someone who was a semi-mentor to me um, back in my corporate career said, literally at a, at a town hall meeting, told people when I was at, uh, everyone knows I was at J.P. Morgan Chase, um, Bank One prior to that, and he said, we have to be able to eat change for breakfast, um, which, you know, it's true, and unfortunately, people just usually don't like it. But absolutely, in fact, uh, one of the things you know, I gave you a list of symptoms of things I look for in resistance to change. Uh, if the listener is having, if the arguments are starting to go up at work, if people are late, um, if there's a, a general malaise occurring, okay, you're in a change situation, but no one's admitted to it. Yet. Right, you're just not aware of it yet, but Correct. it's there. Yeah. Correct. Yep. And so in my approach, I'm very humanistic in my approach. In fact, what I do when I go into a uh, company is I run psychological assessments on everybody because what I found is um, I've done a lot of business analysis, but what you can do is you can map where people are with their personalities and how they're interacting. It maps right into the business uh, plan. Mm-hmm. It maps right into the financial statements. So when you say psychological evaluation, you're not talking about like on Meet the Fockers with uh, Robert De Niro <laughs> and Ben Stiller, not like that. No, a little different. <laughs> uh, no, that's interesting. Uh, and so I should mention a couple other things. So um, first of all, go out to Gary's website, which is ctrchgcenterchange.com. Um, he's also got a Facebook page, CTR Change, and of course you can email Gary Gary period Monty M O T I M O N T I. Geez. 
at ctrchg.com. Right. Um, out there you'll find, and it ties right into what he's talking about right now, there's a chaos quiz, right? which is interesting. Uh, and again, I think that's to help bring awareness. And when people say, well, I don't, I, we don't have change here. We don't need that. <laughs> Go out and take this chaos quiz, and more than likely you're going to find you need it. Gary's got a blog. Um, he runs a boot camp. He's a Myers-Briggs uh, expert, which, by the way, what, what, what are your, what's your four-letter? I'm INTJ. I'm ENTJ, so we're not that far off. There you go. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, in fact, in line with that, so what I'll do is there's a couple assessments I run. I run the Jungian one, uh, and then I also have one called the Hogan that I run. And with the Jungian assessment, the one I actually use is called the Majors PT element. It's actually much better than Myers-Briggs. Statistically, it's better. Okay. But when I run, it tells how people process. How do they get information? How do they want to relate, et cetera? Then mm-hmm. I run another one that's quite interesting for the listener, and it's called the Hogan. It measures 42 traits. And typically what you see in small businesses is the person who got started is very good at something. And what happens is they're great at transactions. They're great at working their logistics or developing their product. Uh, and, and especially, usually they score very high on financial concerns. But then what happens is on interpersonal, and these scales like zero to 100, mm-hmm. so they'll score like 85 to 94 on the financial considerations. I like that. And on, <laughs> on sociability, they'll score in the high 60s, so they're nice at parties and that. And then when you come to interpersonal sensitivity, 13, oh, wow. 7. Right, and they'll say, why am I going through so many project engineers? It's like because <laughs> you don't treat them like people. Right. And, and so what I do is I run those assessments, and then I read the financial statements, and I map the two together. And I, it, it's basically a, confr- it's a healthy confrontational process because, mm-hmm. like you said, people don't like change. Mm-hmm. So what I'll say is, well, remember when you took that assessment? Well, you see these numbers here? Well, that kind of maps into that thing you don't like doing. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you, when I went through Myers-Briggs even, which, again, it sounds like a, a, a skinny down version of what you're doing, but even that was very interesting to me because – it explained a lot of the communication between team members. Yes. So then all of a sudden the light bulb went off and, oh, now I understand why Susie doesn't respond to emails well and why Bob is always at my cube door or my office door. Bingo. Those type of things were eye-opening. Yes. And it made it, you could communicate and get things done much more efficiently, much more effectively, and people were happier because now you know that Susie doesn't like emails, so you don't send Susie emails. You talk to her directly. Right. Whereas Bob... If you send, you want you want to send him an email, right? So you you f- figure out how to more efficiently operate with your team. Right, it makes everyone happier. Right, that everything gets done more efficiently. These are the types of things that the benefits that you can come from this. And I know it sounds very intangible and soft, but the 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 results are real. I mean, they're definitely for real. Uh, this is good stuff. Um, so we're actually up against a break here. So let's um, go to break. We'll come back. We'll continue talking with our guest Gary Monty, CEO uh, of for Center of the Center for Managing Change. I can't even get it out. (laughs) Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. 
Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. Follow Mr. Biz on social media at Mr. Biz Tweets on Twitter and Ken Mr. Biz Wentworth on LinkedIn. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And I want to give a shout out to our show sponsor, Capital Plus CPI, removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full service credit and collections department. Highly recommended. So I want to pick up where we left off before we get into picking Gary's brain with some tips. Um, I know we were talking about, um, and I know we kind of had to rush off to break there, but that's the big eye-opening thing for me when I went through something like this Mm -hmm. in years past was being able to understand how to communicate with people and how it almost gives you an idea of how to walk in their shoes for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I'll give you an example of how this works. I was working with a family-owned business, uh, three generations, and we were working on succession planning. So we had attorneys, we had financial planners. We had bankers, et cetera, mm-hmm. and we weren't getting anywhere. And w- when I got the results of their assessments, what showed up is they all scored very low on options and possibilities. <laughs> and we, yeah, and we were duh, we're doing, yeah. we're doing succession planning. And what I had to do was I had to jack up my ability. And for those of you that consult, you can appreciate this. So I had to try to fill the gap of eight people. They just couldn't do options and possibilities. But with that understanding, like you were talking before, then I said, we need to slow this process down and it's going to take longer because planning for the future isn't in your wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they wanted to expand. They were very well. I mean, God, they were making so much money, but in a way they didn't know what to do with it because they weren't future oriented people. Uh. And, And that's the power. That's why I run the assessments first. Also, I use that to predict where people are going to fight where they're going to reinforce each other, where they're going to be very insightful as a team, mm-hmm. and when they're all going to go over a cliff together. <laughs> as, as, and, and it's really quite powerful because I throw this stuff up on the wall and they're looking, oh, yeah, we do do that, don't we? <laughs> yeah. So, it, uh, so anyway, yeah, I merged the, uh, the people in politics part, the assessments with the business plan. And, and what we're really after here, because this is about making money, is driving for a business case that's going to move current processes closer to their business plan. Mm-hmm. And so that creates a business case for the project that needs to be run to actually change the organization and get alignment with, with the business plan. And I know I can tell you this, and since you work with business plans and change, <laughs> I mean, we overlap somewhat. Yeah, you, you can appreciate bit. what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a funny side note. When I went through this, um, it was so powerful for our management team when we went through it that our, our boss, our leader at the time, said, I'm going to do this, and I want to have everyone's spouse come in. And oh. they had the spouses come in and take it, and it was hilarious. So facilitator was really good, but the hilarious part was to see these husbands and wives sitting together, and <laughs> the wife who yes. doesn't work there, and the husband who works yes. at, at, at J.P. Morgan Chase or whatever, and the yes. wife goes, well, that's why you always do this. And the, and the husband says, well, that's why you always do that. It was, it's hilarious. Oh, you're so on. Because when I get – I met with – my clients half love me, half hate me because right. they want the benefits of the change. 
but they don't want the agony that goes with making right. a change. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not that way, blah, blah, blah. And, say, and so if I called your wife and told her these <laughs> results, she, she wouldn't agree with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's definitely interesting. Um, so let's, let's, let's give some, the listeners a little bit of meat here um, with your breadth of experience in this field. Give us some tips. Um, sure. So what are some tips for being able to effectively manage, manage change in a small business? Okay, the first thing to do is escrow money. Uh, change is a sunk cost. When you manage change, it's a sunk cost. And what happens is your success will take you to, a problem will emerge from your success about which you weren't prepared at all. Mm-hmm. That's just the nature of the beast. So when you run against that wall, you now got a sunk cost where you need to invest money in bringing people like you or myself in mm-hmm. to help figure out what to do. So the first thing to do is start escrowing money for when it's time to make an organizational change. Um, and I think that's great, Gary. Not to, sorry, I don't mean no, to cut you ahead. off, but I think it's great because that's one of those things, and I talk about this on the show all the time. There are certain things that is, they're not in your wheelhouse as a business owner. This is not Amen. one of them. This is not one of them. Right. And so it, the difference between you trying to fake along and do this on your own and hiring someone like Gary to help you with it, there's no comparison. There is a, There are absolutely no comparisons between the two. This is somewhat, somewhat like some of the other things we've talked about before that I say you can't DIY everything in your business, and this is one of those things you can't. You can't do it. Right. People can learn how to do it. In fact, I've got an eight-week uh, a virtual class for CEOs and staff to learn how to do it. But this is pretty alien concepts for most people, right. but they can learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other, I always give, there's a quote from Einstein that I, that I love is the frame of mind that created the problem is insufficient to solve it. And because yeah, I get great. a lot of obsessive, Oh, we'll just redouble our effort. And <laughs> yeah. in fact, on my tips here, I have watch out for reactive, uh, excessive overtime. If your organization's falling, you know, if you're missing soccer games and things like that, okay, your rules are falling apart. The frame of mind you have is insufficient. It's time to pause and bring someone in to help you sort out what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think that's great, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the the other thing is, and you mentioned this at the opening, which I was going to clap. I didn't know if that was appropriate or not. But <laughs> ask your customers what they see. Ask them what they think of your product and services. Ask them how your employees treat them. Because in the end, customer service is what this is all about. Right. So if you want to see whether or not your trolley's on the tracks or not, see what your customers have to say about you. Yeah, no, it's great. That's great. A, I pr- a, and I promise we did not coordinate that. The Mr. Biz <laughs> tip of the week, I did not coordinate that with Gary. I promise. <laughs> well, you see great minds running the same There path, you go. So. There you go. Uh, in line with the excessive overtime, watch out for meeting creep. If you find, and especially if it's over the same problem where you're churning on the same problem over and over again, okay, that means you're blind and you mm-hmm. need to bring someone in to help take the blinders off so you can re-examine your situation. And this last one, this gets back to the personality issues. And for those of you that own your organizations that are listening, I think you'll appreciate this. Answer the question, do we work to our business principles or do we bend to personalities? Well, that's good. Small business owners, one of their single biggest problems is, oh, but he's my son or she's my daughter. Absolutely. What's the job description? And do a variance analysis between how are they behaving versus what's the job description? And then you've got to work on closing the gap on that variance. I just had a business owner literally last week tell me, uh, speaking about a member of the family that works at the company, if 
they weren't my fill in the blank relative, they would have been gone a long time ago. And I said, well, that's a problem. That, right. This is a business. This isn't a charity. And no offense to your family member, but can they do the job? Are they willing to do the job? And are you going to make them do the job? Because in my assessment, the issue wasn't necessarily the skill set of the person and, and or their willingness. It was the owner not holding them accountable at the same level as, as he holds everyone else accountable because it was his relative. Right. And then what happens is I've worked with clients where uh, I actually used to have a therapist as a partner. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And I bet. we had a client. We had to actually sit with them because their hiring practices were so bad because the owners would not define the positions well. They would hire people they liked mm-hmm. instead of hiring a person that could perform appropriately in the position. And I've talked about that before. I mean, the in human nature, you hire people that are like you. And that those yes. are people you like yes, because you think, subconsciously at least, yes. you like yourself, hopefully, and you think about it and you say, well, gosh, I want to hire people. And so you end up with a bunch of, in my case, Ken clones, Mr. Biz clones. And that and does I, not- I have that to watch for the same thing myself. It doesn't do you any, any favors. You really have to think outside the box and say, hey, here are the things I know where I have shortcomings. And so I want to hire people who have strengths in those situations so the team is stronger overall and not just a bunch of clones that are, think just like you do. Right. And and for the listener, there's a simple test you can do. Answer this question. If everything were okay, what would I see in that position? And just write down all the bullet points that would go, if everything were okay, what would I see in that position? And then look who's occupying it and then make a decision from there as to what you want to do. Yeah. No, this is great stuff. I'm, unfortunately, we're, we're running out of time. This is a uh, time that flies when you're having fun. So again, uh, Center for Managing Change, Gary Monty, uh, ctrchg.com. Uh, d- definitely check him out there. Uh, thanks again, Gary, for coming in. I really appreciate sure. it. And if they just Google Center for Managing Change Chaos Quiz, uh, your listeners, they can get free access to the Chaos Quiz. All right. Have a great week. Don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for 25 years. Learn more about them at cpifunding.com or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.